Welcome to the Ice Cream Sunday Podcast. My name is Austin Buckner. David Richardson. Trevor Holder. Kenna Hitzman. That's your last name? Yeah. What is your last it's, name on Facebook? It's So my last name legally is my married last name, and even Dave has asked, why do you have that still? Because I didn't want to have the same name or a different name than my son, to be honest. Gotcha. Gotcha. I don't know. Weird. Sure. Okay. But I whatever. Understand. I get it. I have the same last name as my mother because I'm a bastard child. Hell yeah. I'm the product of a one night stand. Molinix <laughs> is the, <clears throat> my dad's name. Yeah. I understand. Wait. What? No, uh, I was, I was, oh, go ahead. I was thinking of somebody else. No, no, no. Go ahead. What are you gonna say? Is it M O L I? Nope. Okay. M U L L I N I. It looks like the name of a brand cereal. It really does. <laughs> it really does. Oh, cool. uh, I, I was just for, thinking of for your good start in the morning. I was just thinking of Peter Molyneux. No. I don't even know who that is. It's a developer. I'm a developer. Um, what the fuck is this podcast about? Oh, the Amber Heard trial. Amber <laughs> Heard Johnny Depp trial. You got a little distracted there, did you? I did. I didn't know where the fuck I was going with this. Where am I? Where? What? It got way more serious than what I thought it'd be because I thought yeah. we'd hit a lot more of like the comedic, the comedic aspects, shakes. which yeah. we do. But yeah. then we also go off and talk about things related to the case instead of just the case. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was yeah. good. It was good. It was though. good. It's all fun to joke around how Amber Heard's legal team was like a fish out of water. Trash. Oh. But, you know. So much trash. When you're talking about serious stuff. And I guess the whole thing is kind of serious, but, you know. Yeah. When you get outside the comedic parts of the case and you're talking about things that happen to people. But there was in some real comedic life, gold. I guess, it would not be I the feel right like term. If we but didn't, if, we, if it wasn't, if we didn't turn it into comedy, um, <laughs> it would just be sad. <laughs> if we didn't. We didn't turn it into like memes and meme culture. It'd just yeah. be sad. Well, at least they didn't need our help. What? Yeah, turning no it into, <laughs> turning it into jokes. Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll sit back. <laughs> I don't even know if I can say relax and enjoy. <laughs> Episode nine of the Ice Cream Sunday podcast, featuring Kenna. <laughs> <laughs> So, I have a bone to pick with you, Austin, about <laughs> the Johnny Depp case. Why? What did <laughs> I do? Because you don't respond to nearly enough shit I send you. <laughs> I don't respond to anything anymore. I don't have time. But why do you have a bone to pick with me for? What did you send me that I didn't respond to? Oh, it was probably a TikTok or something. Probably. Probably. Was it like a meme of something? Probably. Yeah. I like how he went in with specifics. Yeah. Yeah. Very specific. Yeah. The things I send you. What what did you send me? Um, it was honestly it was probably about the psychiatrist dude. The one on meth? Yeah. The one very clearly on meth. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, um man, that trial was crazy. I mean it, it was uh it was wild. Um I heard it described as white people's OJ Simpson. The Hmm. 
Johnny Depp is white people's OJ. No, no. no. What's that? I would say no. I would say yes. I would say. I don't no. think so. He didn't he try didn't to run know. away in a Bronco. Yeah. <laughs> Be awesome if he did, though. I even though he won, <laughs> and he wasn't even at the courthouse when he won. He wasn't. No, he was in England. Oh. I saw that his uh, his commercials came back immediately after it was uh, determined that he won. Like, literally the same day. Oh, I bet you the networks were, like, right there ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, um, man. Like, the the outcome to me, not a surprise at all. No. 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 I th- I, like, I think everyone knew it. Amber knew it. Her team knew it. His team knew it. Well, Amber's original team of lawyers even refused to take the case. Yeah. She was running with Team Dollar Store. Oh, speaking of which... That uh, that line that that former TMZ employee. Oh, <laughs> oh when they just said that he was, was only there yeah. for 15 minutes of fame, and he said, "I could say the same thing about you." Yeah, yeah. My favorite is uh, when you look at everyone behind the attorney, and they're just like, <gasps> "Oh, yeah." That one guy that was cracking up and making the <laughs> the rest of the court crack up. I, that was uh, pretty good. Yeah, no, I didn't think that the uh, I didn't think that the the verdict was. Um, was unpredictable at all. Um, I will say that the, the reason that I'm in the middle is because it's, it's it was very clear that both of them were very shitty people to each other. Um, the entire relationship. Oh uh, yeah, both toxic. of them. Both of them had. It was a very, um, yeah, very toxic relationship on both parties. I just think that if you're going to, um, if you're tr- going to try to defend yourself in court. I feel like Johnny did a much better job. But Absolutely, they're both incredibly <laughs> shitty people. Like it's fu- don't get me wrong, it's funny, but um, uh, <laughs> is the slippery whore who I donated my jizz to for a while, staying there, is an incredibly abusive thing to text someone. So, yeah. but. You have to remember that this wasn't about abuse. This was all about defamation. And did right. Amber right. purposefully destroy oh, yeah. his career? Oh, 110%. And most of what she did come out with was a lie. Yeah. But did you see, uh, like, at the end of, uh, it was actually, I think it was the day after, I saw an x-ray of Johnny Depp's hand from oh, when the, she checked that bottle out. Oh, him, yeah. And the bone right here at the tip of his finger is split in half. Yeah. I just think that again, if you're going to if you're going to write an op-ed about how you were abused, maybe don't have all of this like lined up proof that you abused Yeah, someone? don't have yeah. all of this like yeah, especially like the uh the just recording like the, I didn't, literally yeah. I didn't punch you. I was hitting you. It was like, yeah. well, you know. You're such a baby. And I'm like, oh, you were gaslighting the hell out of and him. Then, yeah. And then you know, when she's cross examined on the stand mm. later on, she goes, No, I never hit him. Yeah. Yep. And well see, and the thing is, yes, uh they were both shit because I'm oh, I'm yeah. with you. One hundred percent. I think they were both shitty to each other. But a lot of the things that he says was retaliatory. Well, yeah, was reactionary to the whole Fair. thing. Yeah. So and of there's... course he's going to have negative feelings, and of course he's going to let slip words and and stuff. Plus, you, yeah. you got to be honest. You text your friends way worse shit than you would ever say to somebody to their face. Oh Absolutely. yeah. 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 
But if you listen to a lot of the audio recordings when he's talking about how he tried to remove himself from the situation and he is on the recording trying to remove himself from the situation and she's just fucking full steam ahead. No, you can't remove yourself from the situation. You got to deal with this now. Like she's boxing him in and and not letting him leave. Like it's insane. I I think we're... I think the reason that I'm in the middle is because I see a lot of like my friends who um, have gone through female friends that have gone through um, like domestic violence and abuse and that sort of thing. And they're like, this sets a precedent that you can't go forward um, and, and, and you can't go forward and say anything about your abuser um, for out of fear of like retaliation that they're going to take you to court. And it's like, well, Yes, I'm I'm kind of on I'm Yes and I'm no. kind of riding the fence on that because like yes, you should be able to um you should be able to 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 go to court and uh trust in the the justice system that um you know that that you I don't know how to say this. You should be able to trust in the justice system that if you go to uh, a you know, if you go to court and you and you say hey, someone abused you that um, you should be believed and that that should be those allegations should be valid. But at the same time, if you have those allegations against you, you should very much be able to go and defend yourself yeah, against them. Absolutely. Um, so I'm kind of, I'm, I'm riding the fence on, on both, but I think that in this particular case, I am with all of you that it was like, well, very clearly, um, the evidence that was shown anyway, uh, is in favor of, of Johnny Depp. Um, but I, I understand where they're coming from, too, that it's like, well, because where it started this was that, you know, now that Johnny Depp won this case, everyone's saying, well, Brad Pitt should now come forward and, and take Angelina Jolie to court because, um, you know, he was she's, she says that he was very abusive and it's just a ploy to, like, get him to, to stop seeing the kids. And oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm seeing, like, online now. And, and a lot that's of the not new, though, that's been around the whole time. Mm-hmm. Right. I think the whole reason why people want that to happen, though, is just so they can have some entertainment anyway. It's not about justice. It's not about fair, uh, you know. It, it like for the past month, like this whole thing has just been everyone's entertainment. It, it sucks and it's terrible and it shouldn't be. Isn't However, it, isn't it wild in the first place that like this this can be public at all? Do you know why it was public? They so Johnny's team actually fought for it to be recorded, like cameras in the courtroom, so that Amber Heard's team and herself could not turn around and try to twist it later into what they wanted to use for their narrative because she is very good at that she puts on what she wants and then only wants people to see that and she's very good at making people believe that which is how she got away with this for so long and like to your point um i i mean i i grew up watching abuse happen i have been in pretty toxic abusive relationships and i was really mad that like, and a lot of other people I know that have been in those situations, it's you're taking a lot away from people who have actually gone through that and lived through that stuff to like make up stuff like that. Like he beat her. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, why would you do that? That really takes away from the people who have actually been See, through that. And, and that was my thing too. It, it yeah. was, if you are a survivor of, of domestic abuse, domestic violence, then you should be 
you should be advocating for survivors of domestic violence. It's not a it's not a male or female right. thing. It is a it is a survivor versus uh, uh, abuser right. thing, in my opinion. And, and in my opinion, it, it's very clear that in this particular instance that she was the abuser yeah um so it's not a it's not a male versus female thing it's it's a if you are if you are an advocate for uh survivors then you should be an advocate for johnny depp in this particular case now to go back i believe that they were shitty to each other and there was abuse on both sides but in this particular with the evidence there it's it's very clear that um um yeah, it's very clear in my opinion that Depp was the, uh, no, I don't want to say victim, survivor, whatever, um, in this case. But The the thing about that is, though, uh, Amber tried playing to her strong points. And, and Which wasn't her what, acting. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, she, she tried using every card that she possibly could, mm-hmm. knowing that... Uh, it it sucks to say, uh, knowing that female victims of abuse get way more exposure, get way more sympathy, mm-hmm. and, and a lot more belief she, right off exactly. the bat. Exactly. So she was gonna play that he hates women, he hates me, like I'm a woman, uh, and I'm a victim of abuse, and she she was absolutely gonna use that. When this whole thing started, it, she was playing off of the strength of the the Me Too movement. Yeah. Yep. So, um, which I mean, and, and you know, I, I I agree with that to a point as well. That it's like, yes, I mean, victims, uh, survivors, whatever you want to call them, should come out against their um, against their abusers, absolutely. But at the same time, then you you had the like believe all women that came with that, and it's like, well. You want to like, I, like I want ideally? To. Yeah. I want to believe. I want to believe all. I want to believe all survivors, and it, it, it's tough because there are a lot of people who uh, who absolutely lie about ab- abuse. Um, and we've all, you know, we've all kind of. Uh, I don't know if we've all kind of been there, but uh, <laughs> is that your cat? Yeah, I legit thought it was one of the kids. So did I. I thought one of the kids was like. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted attention, guys. Oh, he had a, he had to wait. Momo in. is the biggest attention whore, the second biggest attention whore behind Amanda or Amanda Amber Heard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Amanda Heard. I just I love how to to try to win the case. Amber she just Heard? what's that? Amber. Heard? Yeah, yeah. She just threw. Did you say Amanda. I did. I said Amanda <laughs> the first time. That I just thought it was interesting that she would throw literally. I mean, everyone under the bus, like her um, sister. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to bring up was that best, they, her they talked about friend. like, um, you know, is there, uh, you know, there, there should be like residue or there should be like, you know, where someone's, um, or like Mr. Depp's nose would have touched the, the glass or whatever. Um, and she was like, no, this is a, uh, like a tampon applicator that my, my sister taught him how to use. And it's like, damn, like no loyalty to what anyone at all. It's just like. We're just gonna throw everyone under the bus, and, well, yeah. and she hero. also, you know, basically said everybody that didn't agree to her story was a liar. Yeah. yeah. But then they would be like, "Are you calling him a liar?" And she's like, "No, I'm just saying that that's not how it happened, yeah. and that's not true." Yeah. The the best Same part of, the best part about it is like shortly after the trial started, 
and that um, shortly after the trial started, she fired her PR team because of all the bad press she was getting. Yeah. I'm like, it it's not their fault. They yeah. are they are going down in flames trying to keep you afloat. Yeah, and your solution is to fire the one people that are going to make you look good. How about this? Fire your fucking legal team because they did a shit job. <laughs> they were terrible. Holy oh my shit. God. Yeah. It was, uh, I mean, I, I, I guess I understand the comparisons with OJ Simpson because, uh, the prosecutors in the OJ Simpson trial and, and they've been, they've been parodied so much. Um, but they were, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! But dude. they were, um, I mean, they were they were trash as well. And that, I guess I, I, I go, it goes back to that because it's just like, just it's so sensitive that like you know in the O.J. Simpson trial, like someone died, and then this has you know it's all about domestic abuse, and and, and it can be very triggering. And the fact that any of these trials are like just on display, he stopped mm-hmm. right. And they're after just his butt. you know they're just 24 seven like news cycle. Yeah. Um, it's just wild, just wild to me. Um, that this is, uh, it's just on television. Just, no. <laughs> it's every time. It's literally every time. Like they just decided, like, oh, they must be recording the podcast. Well, it can, it, it can be, it can be six in the afternoon. We can be here, and they'll start vacuuming, or it can be one ten in the afternoon, like it is now, and they'll be like, let's fucking start. See? They, they came down one time, and I've gone up there at like 2, 3 in the morning to talk to them about it and be like, guys, what the fuck? You guys need to, like, can you knock it off? Can, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Like, I went up there, knocked on the door, waited like 10 minutes, and then knocked again. They finally... <laughs> Motherfucker. I would hope that that is just like the cleanest apartment <laughs> of all time. Because every time I'm over here, it n- does not matter what time of the day it is. They are they're just going ham with the vacuum but, up there. Moving furniture around. Like, I mean, they I've are con- getting after it. <laughs> uh, like, I've confronted them multiple times about it. And it's insane how many times they f- fail to acknowledge that and keep doing it. And then the one time where it didn't matter, where it was like midday, they come down and dude's almost in tears he's like hey sorry uh and it's like four in the afternoon he's like hey sorry um like all nervous and shit he goes uh my roommate's having a mental breakdown right now um the the cops have been called uh so they they know about it uh, but I just, I just wanted to let you know, uh, you know, I, I don't know when it's going to stop or, you know, whatever, but, uh, it, just in case it goes past nine o'clock, which is the building's like noise. Oh, like quiet hours. Yeah. Like after nine, uh, like anything like this can be c- complained about and action taken. I was like, no, man, it's all good. Like, it's not nine yet. And literally nothing happened. Like, there was no there was no banging around. Like, we didn't even know it was happening when he came down to tell us. This is why I won't live in apartments, man. I fucking hate apartments. Ugh. I'm so glad that I have... I'm so glad that my fiance has her own house that I am allowed to live in. Oh, we're we're gonna get that fixed here within a year. 
Oh, you moving out of the apartment? Well, we're... <laughs> I thought you meant... Because I said, <laughs> I love that my fiance has a house that I get to live in. And then the, immediately, the next thing you said was, <laughs> we're going to fix that. And I was like, what do you know that I don't know, bud? What do you know? No. Is this wedding not happening? So, uh, getting back to the trial, though. Like, <laughs> with as... Uh, with as insane as everything has been, like the coverage itself, uh, and, and as serious it can get, and we've had some golden comedic moments. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Um, the guy that was in his car. Yeah. Just that driving around car. and vaping. You see that? So they, they interviewed, he was like... Uh, he was the doorman uh, for the doorman their penthouse. For penthouse, yeah. <laughs> and he, and he, he wanted do- nothing to do with this. He, he was no, literally like, I'm No, he was I'm, so I'm not yeah. into the questioning at all. And he was just like... <laughs> They would ask him a question, and he'd be like, "I don't remember." <laughs> yeah, because well, it was like fucking eight years yeah, ago. Like, it was in 2016. Right. Like, it would be more alarming if he did remember. Yeah, he, you know. So he'd be like stopped. suspicious. I'm not hearing myself. Though, You're not hearing yourself. No, I hear you. Oh, okay. Uh, so I he, see you. <laughs> he was he was parked in his car, like like taking questions and everything, and he stopped. He was just like. Ah, I'm done with this. And he starts driving while he's still on the Zoom call. <laughs> and vaping. Yeah. Just fucking massive vape clouds. And it, like the best part is like the camera kept cutting back to Johnny. And, and ben, Johnny's rolling. And Ben And they're oh, yeah. losing it. And, and Amber's sitting there like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> this isn't how long I need it to go. Yeah. Or how about objecting to your own question? Oh God, yeah. Oh, that was great. Amazing. <laughs> I I thought it was interesting that um that she slipped up and said something about um Exactly. Heidi Klum? Is no, not Heidi Klum. Klum. No. Uh, Kate Moss. Kate Moss. Kate Moss. There you go. Yeah, the other, I knew it was a yeah. model. Couldn't remember her name, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, and the reaction that Johnny's legal team had yeah. because it was they wouldn't allow it at first, and the second she brought it up, yep. it's fair game. Yeah. Just not, man, just like, I've never seen anyone less prepared <laughs> to, oh. to enter a courtroom I, than that entire legal team. I have. So well, we we no, won't get I into mean, that, but so have I. <laughs> I have so okay personally. So, there yeah, was, so have I. On the subject of uh, Kate Moss, they were talking to her about like, well, you didn't expect Kate Moss to come in and testify, and you didn't expect her to come in and say that she was never pushed by the down the stairs by Johnny Depp. And she's like, well, I that's what I had heard, and of course I would think about that when I'm thinking Johnny Depp's going to throw my sister down the stairs, and I'm like, would you? Would you? Oh, I would just, you see that happen and go, huh? I I thought it was interesting that she's like Kate Kate Moss. Like you didn't you didn't anticipate or I didn't anticipate you know Kate Moss like coming out of the woodwork and it was like you think Kate Moss has to come out of the woodwork? Just the stupid. It was she horribly represented herself. Her legal team horribly represented her. She tried talking to the jury, and I know why she tried talking to the jury. She was trying to get him to sympathize with her. Yeah. Yeah. And and. She kept looking over, trying to talk to him, and it was very she kept, awkward. She kept finding, uh, I think, one of the jurors, and she was just like, she's looking for that person to just really like focus on siding with her, and it wasn't working at all. Well, speaking of the jury, have you guys seen now that supposedly they're talking about there was jury tampering happening? Her her side is, of course, which I thought was interesting because the judge literally pulled them right in the courthouse 
right after the verdict. And all of them were like, is this your verdict? And they were like, yes, every single one of them. So how are they, how, how it's because are they laying that drowning. Found, yeah, they're, they're trying, trying to, to lay a, that foundation. So, so, so a part of that, which is amazing is the fact that they tried claiming that there was tampering mm-hmm. and the way they tried explaining it is, uh, the jury's decision w- was swayed based on clips, videos, and live streams of the, uh, like, of the proceedings. Like you mean the proceedings they were sitting there watching? Exactly, exactly. They tried arguing that, and then, uh, like, they tried uh, talking to one of the jurors, and and he goes, "Well, my wife saw this clip, and." They're like, well, how did that affect? You? He's, I, I was here, like, yeah. Like, it I, didn't. I had read that Amber Heard or Amber Heard's legal team had had filed to seal the identities of the jurors for a year after the verdict, and I don't know if that is a if that's a play to. Um, like to the jury itself, like, hey, we're Trying going to make yourself look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're going to, you know, we're going to protect you, and so you should like be on our side because that was that was announced before the verdict. So I don't know if it was like a, hey, look at this, like, look at this thing I'm doing for you. I wonder if some of that has to do with like them coming forward and doing like interviews and stuff because that's pretty common, mm-hmm. especially yeah. for big trials. Oh yeah. And I wonder if them sealing that. Can inhibit them the ability to give interviews and their kind of take on things. I don't yeah. know if that's it's, how that works. But. I always think it's interesting. Like, so when you, I've never done jury duty, but from what I understand, me neither. I'm always really mad about yeah, that. Like, that you're, how, I know people who've gotten pulled like three times. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Where I, where do I get I to sign up? I probably don't check my mail um, nearly enough. Uh, maybe, I, maybe that might be some part of it, but I just don't. <laughs> I don't get the letter. I mean, I'd probably um, get dismissed anyway, but. I just think it's, it's interesting because from what I understand, you have to go through a questioning process of like, how much do you know about the case? And mm-hmm. it's like, how do you answer the question? Like, oh, yeah, I never heard of Johnny Depp or I don't yeah. know anything about this case. Like, Well, like, I think that would be almost impossible yeah, to find somebody you've never get... heard of either one of them right <laughs> apparently not being selected for jury duty is really hard to do in iowa i know this because a very close friend of mine got selected for jury duty for a murder trial and he didn't want to do it so he tried making himself out to be the most unlikable person by like being racist being like yeah. Uh, like, like whatever. Like answering these questions that like that survey. Like generally, one of the questions for like that they're they going to have is must be hurting for people. Yeah. Have you ever served? They your... did not care, and he was still had to go. Have you ever served um, on a jury? I've not. Have you? Nope. No. So I've never been. I've never done jury duty, but when I was working in Nebraska as a journalist, I had to go and cover the courts like a couple days a week. Um, and it was just, it was just domestic violence and rapes and <laughs> drugs weren't that bad, you know, whatever. Um, but Beatrice Nebraska is just, it's, it's meth. I mean, it is, it is the equivalent of like Oskaloosa, you know, it is just, it's meth everywhere. Um, 
but a lot of it was like rapes and domestic violence and i just um like i i can't imagine being on like a jury for a murder trial and just like having to listen to all of that because it was like it was just multiple days a week and that's like all it was it was just like hey you're on meth and you ruined your family <laughs> or like hey you you raped someone or um or yeah it was just I, so i can't imagine like sitting there and having to listen to all of that like all day for months in some cases like i mean even this one this was like almost a month and a half two months long um it is uh it is heavy on the soul for sure um so it's something that i hope i never have to do because uh that that's the, i mean part of that is the reason that i i don't do any journalism now is because i just i don't want to i don't want to sit through that but. so going back to the trial again how truthful do you think johnny was about you know, most of it, or at least like in regards to his drug use. Oh, I think he was completely honest. I mean, he said he had no problem saying that he used and abused alcohol and drugs often. Well, um, I think there was a, someone asked him, you know, have you used um, since? And I think, I think his answer was, was, it was genuine in my opinion yeah. that it was like, um, that's you why because you can get you can get bit and mm -hmm. once you're bit like you can get bit again and uh yep. that's that's why i asked it because specifically because of that yeah that interaction yeah I, do i do i believe he used drugs during that relationship Absolutely. oh yeah, yeah. come yeah. on you'd have to <laughs> well and i like the point that they brought up too about how you know he had he had just gone through treatment he was not using he was not drinking and he Amber was still like not to support him in any way would still drink mm -hmm. heavily daily. and then get mad at him for drinking. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, look, bitch, like that's not how a relationship works. You're supposed to like support that person. And speaking of drinking, you're trying to sabotage him. Yeah, you want a, pint, a mega pint of wine? Yeah. Do yeah. you <laughs> do you think she was drinking? On the stand, oh, yeah. one hundred percent. Yes, you, you know that. You know that clip I'm talking I know about. Exactly what you're talking There's about. a couple you of them. You know what clip it is? Austin? I think she absolutely snorted cocaine out of a yeah. handkerchief. Yeah. Yep. yeah, in the courtroom. So, did you see Do the you one with the, the bottle? Drink clip is though. Oh, the oh. one where she like she, hides it. She has a water so bottle. Awkward. She pushes it for another bottle, and then the bailiff walks by and she yeah. rubs it like across her body and puts it. It's in the super awkward. And I'm just like. Okay, if you didn't have anything to hide, why did you put it in like that? You could have switched hands. Like, you intentionally, like, went across your body and dropped yeah. it in your pocket. It's all very it was, awkward. On the it opposite was side. Too. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, shit, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. So going back, do you think that the aftermath of this trial sets a precedence where abusers that are accused or... I mean, even if it's something as simple as, like... Okay, for example, I have a friend. Uh, I won't say her name. But she was engaged and then the the engagement is off and she's single and now she's dating someone else. But went on Facebook and just talked massive amounts of shit about her ex-fiance, about how he's abusive and how he like beat her and how he's like a drug addict and all of this. Do you think that trials like this that are so public set a precedence where those that are accused of things like that on a very public platform like social media now go to court and sue and say, hey, 
this is, you know, I've been defamed. I've been, um, well, the thing is it can only be defamation if it's not true. Right. So if she says those things and then they go to court or, and he did, let's just take court out of it. And he did do those things. Do you think that he would even try to pursue? But I think the, the, the difficult thing, um, and I, you know, this is more not defamation. It would be is libel where it's written. Yeah. Or slander. Um, yeah, yeah. Libel or slander. So I had to go through all, all of that in um, like mass communication law. And it's, it, it comes down to like your word versus my word. And how do you determine whether or not it's true or, or what have you. And I, I, I guess the, I guess part of it is like, well, if it's, this gets brought up a lot and it's, it's the stupidest question, but it was like, okay, if you were being abused for years, like why, why did you not come forward until after the relationship is over? And it's like, well, cause I was getting the shit kicked out of There's me. There's a lot of psychology thing. that plays into that, that exactly. we know about. Yeah. Um, I guess in one, I have a little bit of, I don't know, we uh, old school opinions on that one. If this stuff was stuff that was happening, probably shouldn't be shouting it out on Facebook. Like there is a time and place for everything. And that's probably not the time or place. Have a little decorum. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the other thing, I guess, is the precedent was already set. Libel and defamation cases are not new. They, right. They've been in the books forever. I think that it does open a door for a lot of men who find themselves in that position to kind of encourage them because I know a lot of people a lot of men who have been in really abusive relationships and they don't say anything and I'm just like my ex was in a relationship and he flat out told me that she was throwing like hair dryers and stuff like that at him and I'm like what is wrong with you you are my ex but I have so much respect for you and you deserve so much better than that Mm -hmm. and it was like he'd never even thought of it and I'm like what Wait a minute. This is not how this yep. goes. No one should be putting their hands on you. And I don't, I mean, we're not even friends now and we should be. But I'm just like, even now, if he were to be like, she's abusing me, I'd be furious. Like, I am not, you know, you're not a part of my life, but you do deserve better than that. And so for me, I think there's a big stigma around, you know, any kind of abuse, whether it be domestic violence or emotional abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse, when it comes to men being the victims, a lot of times it's underreported. Nobody believes it and nobody cares. And I think that this helps be like, hey, look, it's not always mm-hmm. she is right. It's it. I think that sets a really good precedent. Whereas, I, yeah. I think that is the biggest benefit if there is a benefit of of this trial and it being so public and everyone talking about it, is it it seems like the vast majority of people, um, and maybe it's just the the company that I keep, but the vast majority of people that I see, it, it was a great unifier. Whether you're Republican or Democrat or, or or male or female, it seemed like the vast majority were for Johnny Depp, and uh, and and I think the the biggest benefit is that there has been this uh, shift and, and it may be, it may be a, a very uh, temporary shift, but a shift nonetheless, that it is um, this whole bullshit idea of like, 
you have to be a man and you have to be like the tough guy and uh, you can't, you can't consider yourself, um, you know, a a victim or, um, you know, like men are always stronger physically and emotionally than women. And that shift was, was very interesting to see because then it it was all of these uh, like big tough guys that I have on my, my Facebook Mm -hmm. that are like, Oh yeah, I've been in abusive relationships before. And it's like, okay, well now we can start the conversation because I feel like a lot of us have, um, have dated or been married to and have two kids with a uh, very uh, <laughs> abusive women or formerly abusive women. She's a good friend of mine now, but um, I feel like we've all been in really, uh, really shitty relationships or very toxic relationships. And um, to be able to, to discuss that, to be able to talk about that um, is, uh, is the biggest shift, biggest uh, just, I don't know. How, I guess I don't know how to put it into words, but the, the best biggest thing like, to come. From yeah, this? I guess the best yeah. thing to come out of a very shitty situation. Yeah, uh, and I would have to agree. Like that's that's the one thing that I am really excited about because I mean, again, with the like, there's a hashtag now going around that's like men too because we brought up like the Me Too movement, right? And it was the culture was very much, you know, anything that anyone comes out and says women wise you believe them hands down no even if it's completely you're like wait a minute what like this doesn't make any sense this isn't lining up and for you to question them was immediately how dare you you you're a part of the problem and you're like no i'm i'm just thinking this through and nothing is making any sense which is kind of what happened with the amber heard thing yeah um is a lot of people i think realized very quickly that her timelines and her stories were not adding up. Like she was supposed to have gotten beaten one day the next night. She's wearing a strapless dress and she has no bruises anywhere. No red, no cuts, no nothing. And I'm like, wasn't that supposedly when her nose was broken too? Yeah. Yeah. She said that she iced it down. Yeah. I'm sorry. I work in healthcare. There's no fucking way. Right. Absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah. I think, and, um, yeah, I mean, when I got, I think when when Me Too was at its height, probably two thousand eighteen, maybe I was in a relationship with someone that was very much like an advocate of of uh, domestic abuse survivors, right? Um, and it was very much like the very, it was very much like all men are trash, yeah, all men are shit, and it's like I, I'm a man, um, and I I haven't abused you at all or anyone for that matter um and it was it was try it was it was interesting to me to be in a relationship like that with someone that was very much like all men are trash and it's like i'm a man but then i can't i can't defend myself or defend other men and say like hey you know um it was it was difficult because it, it very much felt like I can't be like, hey, men get abused too. Because it's like, we're focusing on women survivors right now. Um, which, it, it, and this is probably, God, I hope this does not make me come off as, as a racist. But it was very much like trying to, fuck. It felt very much like the Black Lives Matter movement. And then where the it was like, hey, matter? I'm trying. Yeah. Um, and then like, all, it felt like very All Lives Matter. And it was yeah. like, no, we're focusing on Black Lives right now. It's like, Great, and you should. 
because mm-hmm. those are the ones that are being targeted right now. But you're um, alienating everyone that wants to help you or anyone else that's gone through anything remotely like yeah. that. So Just like, saying. I'm, I'm like, I'm trying my best to be to be your ally but at the same right. time like you see me as as the enemy and i've done nothing wrong and the majority of people that are trying to support you have done nothing wrong so it, it, it can't be this like all men are are trash right um and i think like i like i said going back to like the biggest benefit of this is that now we're talking about men being um victims being survivors of domestic violence as well um that's the biggest benefit that it's like, Hey, this, this shit happens to us too. Like there are, there are awful people on both, and this both sides of the field. Most of the time men aren't believed. Right. Or, I mean, look how long ago it wasn't that long ago when, when, you know, a, a dude would be like, Hey, I, I, I'm a victim of rape. And they'd be like, I yeah. can't be you raped. Can't rape yeah. Man. Yeah. What? Excuse me. And then, and <laughs> I don't know if I was ever like, oh yeah, men can't be raped, but didn't really understand it. But there were a lot of people that were. Yeah. And so one one of my friends was like, okay, so I was having relationships, relations with this woman and I always use a condom and, um, I was, I couldn't get it up. And so we were, there was foreplay and then, um, she just decided to like get on top without a condom. That's rape. Um, and people just did not get it. Did mm-hmm. not understand that at all. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that's the that's the biggest thing, and I, and and hopefully this creates a like a paradigm shift of where if men come forward and like, hey, I was abused or I was raped or um, even verbally or emotionally abused, that we're not called, uh, you know, we're not called giant pussies for coming forward and saying like, hey, this this happened to us because it's it, yeah, you're being a big baby. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's I mean there's YouTube yeah. videos of that and yeah. it's like um, you you see a man raise his voice to a woman and everyone comes to her defense yep. as they should, yep. um, but then you see physical abuse from a woman to a man. Um, there's multiple videos of this, like like uh, gotcha videos or like uh, hidden camera videos, and then there's physical violence, and then they're just I mean people are just Nothing. laughing. Yeah, I mean they're they're like yeah, get them. Absolutely like, disgusting. Yeah. Like so, it's funny that you bring that up because one of my favorite shows and I it's sort of my favorite, but I also hate it. Is that what would you do? Which mm-hmm. is literally this famous segment. I most of the time cannot watch it because I'm like I I these people are despicable humans. I can't believe no one would do anything. Like I a lot of times end up crying because unfortunately I'm fairly compassionate and like. I, I don't understand how someone could do something like that, but they did a, a segment like this and the guy did not have to get aggressive at all before everyone was just yep. like on him. And that woman, and they were actors and it's hard to remember that they're actors and this is fake, but I was so angry because there were people encouraging her and I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Like, oh my God, you all are sick. Mm-hmm. Like seriously sick. And that is how it is a lot of times. See the thing. The thing is, like, with situations like this, and especially in the Depp Heard case, is that this is a very unfortunately morally gray area. And I say that because, yes, you want justice to be served. You want the victims to have the you know the proper. Uh, you don't want to take anything away from them. Right. Yeah. The, but 
in situations like this, it can be dangerously abused. So, and, and it honestly, it, it, it can go for anything. It's the fact that like people are going to see this, abusers are going to see this and learn from that and be like, okay, well I can cover my bases this way or straight up in, in Amber's case, she lied about a bunch of stuff, drastic, drastically setting back any progress towards, um, actual victims and survivors oh, and anything that she had to do with in the me too movements and everything is all called into question now yeah yeah which is sad it's <clears throat> unfortunate because they lied and it's it it's hurtful and it sucks and like you you want to be there for whoever is very clearly the victim but when someone's lying about it it makes it so much harder to be that ally to the person that needs it. Oh, it definitely muddy, muddies the waters. Yeah. Like, 100%. I, uh, what, what blows my mind is the fact that she was absolutely wanting to win, clearly. Uh, she, like, she was banking on it. She thought she was slick about it. She had uh, op- the op-ed put out towards... Um, TMZ and and whatever news sources she like she had this all lined up so when when something happened when it went down it could immediately be reactionary and be covered and and she thought she was so slick with it and that's obviously shady like how does that happen so quick oh like when when you go and you file the the no contact order and and TMZ just happens to be there yeah yeah, yeah. and. You know, it goes. But she didn't do that. Remember, she doesn't know how to edit videos. What's cr- What's crazy about <laughs> it is that, like, going back to uh, like the Me Too movement and and her supposedly doing stuff for it, like the fact she couldn't distinguish donations and pledges mm. is incredibly mind blowing. But the fact that she did this, didn't pay a fraction of it, didn't honor a fraction of it, then tried arguing it, spinning it in a different way to where she didn't look as bad. And now she's fucked even harder because she had about $15 million against yeah. her that, that she has to pay. And yeah. Now she has a $15 million donation to join up. Yeah. There was a one of the celebrity sites that keeps track of celebrities' net worths has her net worth labeled at negative eight million. I saw negative <laughs> six. <laughs> so you want to know something funny about that too? Is the appeals thing? There's a couple things that you made me think of um, that I kind of wanted to touch on. But the appeals thing, everyone is always like, "Oh, she's just going to appeal it." Okay, so first of all, you don't just get a new. Um, trial because you appeal it like there are processes that you have to prove that you were there was jury tampering or there was something the judge was unfair or acted inappropriately or something like that you just don't get one because you want one um but also she has to come up with a bond of that money to ensure that she can pay it in order to even move on to the appeals so i thought it was funny that her lawyers were already talking about appeals when Mm -hmm. She hasn't, one, proved any type of um, wrongdoing in the first trial, which there has to be something like that in order to get. And she has not put up any of the money on the bond for the money that she now owes and court fees. 
Um, so it's interesting to me that they're already beating that drum and I'm, it's total posturing. Like there's no way. She uh, can't afford it. Unless she, you know, gets a GoFundMe or her, something. Her financial yeah. stability came into question early on and I knew that was going to bite her in the ass mm-hmm. later, especially when the trial ended because when they say, hey, she's only paid, for example, th- like 300000 of an $8 million pledge. And again, I'm just using numbers as an example. Um, To have her ruling be, hey, you got to pay 10 to 15 million to Johnny now. Like, everyone knows that's not going to happen. And I've seen... uh, There was an interview that was being done with uh, one of her lawyers... The lady, it was, the oh, lady. God, I can't stand her voice. It's, <laughs> I love it because the guy was like, hey, I used to be in the NFL, and when we lost, it's easy oh, to yeah. point fingers because they were like, hey, can can she pay it? And they're like, no, she absolutely can't. Yeah. <laughs> so I keep going back to the aftermath of um, of this trial and, and, and what it means. And I think that something that, that I thought of is, is that um, – I've heard a lot of people say like if you if you make a false rape accusation, um, then you go to jail. Like you if it, could, yeah. But generally speaking, but that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. That like that. that that I it's not a lot of men. It happens to be a lot of men that are like, hey, if you if you have a, a false rape allegation, then you go to jail. Um, and that's that's where a, a lot of people's minds are. Do you think that this creates a sort of like? And and the slippery slope of that being, well, then that just attracts uh, rape uh, survivors of rape from coming forward and say saying anything because then if they can't prove it in 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 court, then they're the ones that go to jail, um, even though they they have been abused, they have been they have been raped. So, do you think that this creates a slippery slope where it's like I don't come forward with any allegations of abuse because? Um, they could just, they could sue for defamation and then I am, I am bankrupt. I I don't know. I don't think so. I would, I would see that happening except for the defamation was about the op-ed, not about the abuse. Fair. Um, and also because those laws again have been in place already, technically anyone that has been proven, um, there was a college football team that some girl said had, you know, like raped her one night and it actually came out and they found that there was solid proof that they had not they those those allegations have been able to be prosecuted for quite some time now um to discourage people to from reporting falsely generally speaking as a whole they do not do that even when it is found substantial proof that it is false because They don't want to discourage people from coming forward, but they've been able to prosecute that for a long time. They just generally don't. Sure. And I don't think defamation case, I know they happen, but I don't think they happen like often enough, often enough for it to be like affected one way or the other. Cause most people get accused of rape and then if they, most people get accused of rape, when people get get accused of rape (laughs) and you know, I would say probably a good portion of those are true. Yeah. 
And the ones that aren't, they generally don't turn around and sue anyone. They're just cleared of it and yeah, they, they move on with their turn life. They around and be like, well, you defamed yeah. me, so now I'm going to sue you. Mm-hmm. I don't think that the general person knew much about defamation trials before right. this one. And as far as I've seen people talking about it, they don't actually understand what the defamation trial right. is because like even we have done it during this podcast as we've talked about abuse abuse right. abuse when abuse was part of it because Johnny Depp was accused of it but that's not what the trial was about right it was about the op-ed which actually brings me to the other point which was do you guys have any of you thought about how that op-ed has not been retracted whatsoever and no. probably will not be and what do you guys think about that like do you think that's fair I think if if anything the the trial just put it put it back in the spotlight for people that may have not even known that this op-ed existed now they're now they're looking for it now they're reading it now they're you But know. do you think there's some responsibility in the places that had printed this or published it online do you think there's some responsibility to them to at least go out and be like hey we're, we need to retract this because it was obviously I don't know. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think, really think so. so. I don't think so. But uh, morally, yeah. Like, come on, don't be a shit bag. Like, you know, pull it. From a business standpoint, though, they're under no Why obligation. Why would you? Yeah, yeah. you're no, just I'm getting thinking more just and historical more records, even. You it, know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm sure there are many records that most people have access to, like at their local library, where you can go look up something on the microfish and read something that wasn't true that was put in the paper. Microfish is the bane of my fucking existence. It <laughs> was more common, though, back in the day. I know it's not really done now. It it was big to retract stuff that was untrue when there was some sort of like reporting integrity, whereas I know it's become less common nowadays where they will just throw something out before they have all the information or, or if it's even true or not. I mean, one of the big reasons I got, yeah. out, got, got out of the industry in the first place right. is it all went from like, no one wants to be right anymore. They just want to be first. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, and, but. But I noticed they don't really retract any of that or be like, no. hey, our bad. This wasn't exactly right anymore when they used to. But because they wanted to have reporting integrity and for people to trust them. And now they don't. So I was like, mm-hmm. I wonder what they're going to do with that. If they're going to do anything, yeah. are they going to exploit it to make them even bigger? The whole industry has gone from, well, first, the, I mean, the industry itself has gone from, we don't care about being right. We just care about being first. But then also the readers or the viewers or, or consumers of news, they don't care about the truth either, though. They just they care about, well, they want to be entertained and they want to feed their own their own bias. Yeah. So like no one cares about what the truth is. They're just like, hey, perfect example. Um, the gas being $4.95 a gallon is Biden's fault. It's not. But if you think it is, I think there's a lot of things that go into that. Yeah. yeah. And the, if you think it is, then you're going to you're gonna, you're gonna find it. the things to support that. Or, right. um, you know, uh, the only the only way to stop a, a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. If you believe that you're going to go in, you're going to find you're going to find articles that support that um, you're not going to look at, uh, you know, Australia or Norway or all of the other countries that have banned assault rifles and then seen their their mass casualties go all the way down um you're you're gonna you know you're you're gonna find whatever feeds into your your bias see i i find myself fortunate enough to be able to 
be able to look at a situation like good guy with a gun can stop bad guy with a gun and and know that I somewhat side with that and then I'm able to pull myself back and I my views on that have changed drastically as as time has gone on I find myself very fortunate enough that I can be able to do that the problem is uh going back with like uh, gotta be first is that while people want to be entertained by it and, and news sources want to be able to be first, everything's become tabloids. The, 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 the thing is Johnny doesn't want to get it taken down. If he does, he can go after that. I think at this point, I think Johnny is is trying to let that go. And he's okay with it being out there because it shows that she was full of shit. And this trial helps back that up. So I, I think he's fine with that op-ed being out here. It just, it, it, it's another block in a historical building, you know. $15 million helps not give a shit about it being out there, too. Well, right. and like he said, he, he only cares about the truth, not anything else, really. Um, although I do have to point out, this him winning this case probably does help his case if he were to go after them. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Monumentally. Oh, yeah, and... and- Another issue I see with this is that he can argue that and be like, I want it taken down. And from a moral standpoint, they absolutely should. But knowing how shitty and abusive people can be towards whatever system, they're going to argue, well, this is First Amendment rights. Well, and they don't even necessarily have to take it down because they used to, in articles, just put a line being like, hey, by the way, this isn't exactly blah, blah, blah. See here. And then you could find that information if available. So it's not even that they really have to take it down. They just have to put some sort of statement beginning or in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's like like what they did with with Rogan. It was like, hey, yeah, this the next three hours is all bullshit and yep. inaccurate information. Here's a one sentence that says that they're mm-hmm. like, hey, by the way, this might not be accurate. Yeah, but you're gonna listen to it anyway, right? Which so. is why they don't even really have to take it down. They just have to throw in, oh, hey, this is an opinion piece. It may not exactly be accurate or mm-hmm. true. There you go, and then that's see, really and that's all the to thing do. too, because you can get away with that. Um, as far as because you know, it's, it's an it's opinion, it's just an opinion. It's an yeah. editorial. It's you know, it's, yeah. it's not news. It's not fact. It's, yeah, that that seems that grates me a little bit. Yep. Just a little. You're just like mm. fun little gray area. Um, yeah, which that seems like a loophole somewhere that someone oh. should have closed. It is. Um, so the other question I guess that I have or that no one's brought up is the makeup case kit that she used. Do you guys remember how? She claims she used it. And in it, the opening statements, yeah, it was this exact exact product, which it was the Milani um, brand 
cover up and then the the company the itself. company actually made a TikTok about her being like, hey, uh, this product that you said you used exactly wasn't even out until 2017. You weren't being abused in 2017. How are you using it? And um, so then they switched. At the end, they were like, one like this. But her opening statements literally said this exact product. Mm -hmm. And then Amber did slip up and say a bruise kit, which was hilarious because they use them in theater. Um, I was a theater kid in high school. And so they have kits. And the way that she was saying she puts on her makeup with like foundation, concealer, and then a bruise kit is exactly how you do that Mm -hmm. if you're making bruises. Um, So I thought it was interesting, that whole slip up of hers and then them twisting it after the company came out and was like, hey, by the way, this wasn't even out when you said you were using it. So, And of course, there's going to be an argument like that. Of course, she's going to name something specific. Someone's going to call her out on it. And then she's like, oh, well, no, I, I mean, something close to that. I don't think it lended to her case much. I, I think no. it didn't help her in any way. For sure. I think a lot of things worked against her that she put on stage. Yeah. yeah. Or on stage. On stage. That's actually Might pretty well accurate. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. She was putting on a show. I mean, she would Not cry, a- but oh. wouldn't have any tears. And then after she was done crying, stone face. Yeah. That's yeah. not how emotions work. Yeah. yeah. And oh my God, if she could ever teach me, if she was really crying, how the hell her face didn't turn red, her eyes weren't puffy. Like... When I cry, everyone and their mom knows for like three hours because my eyes are bloodshot, my they're puffy, they're red, and I'm like, this is dumb because I hate to cry. So I'm like, could you please teach me your ways, Yoda? Because like <laughs> some of us could use that. Final thoughts. I'm getting close to an hour. Uh, Justice for Johnny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the top two highlights. Dr. Curry and oh, Camilla Vasquez. Yeah. Agreed. They focused on that way too much. I, I mean, I'm not mad about it, but... You? Um, yeah, pretty much just what's been said. I mean, yay for Johnny. I do, I do want to point out how fucking baller Vasquez is. Oh, though. yeah. Oh, yeah. She went for the fucking throw. She's real good at her job. <laughs> Unlike Amber Heard's lawyers <laughs> who were shit at their job. Do you think she's fucking Johnny Depp? No. Nah. No? I mean, I, w- I would love that. That'd be... I'd love that for I him. would love it, <laughs> but I don't think that she would ruin no. her career like that. She's yeah. way too much. She's worked too hard and she's way too smart of a person to fuck around like that. Plus, I just want to ask a question. Who goes into the legal profession with the last name of Rottenborn? 